I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> hey, this is only the second episode of uh, Reckless Speculation, NFL style. And it's your good friend. It's your pal. It's your compadre. It's TC, everybody. Hey, Vincent. How you doing, buddy boy? Vincent Frank joining us. He's the lead NFL editor from sportsnot.com. That's sports and then N-A-U-T. Very clever, huh? Very clever, man. Does anybody uh, has in your days you've been you've been with the site since uh, pretty well day one? Has anybody in your days ever said you know why did they call it sports not you know with uh, because I mean naturally you'd want to spell it N O T and no no that wouldn't make any sense because it means you're not doing sports. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, I haven't had anybody really question it. I you know when I go on the radio. Nationally, they will like um, have you spell it out for them, or they will spell it out to the audience. Oh, but, okay, nice. You know, it was supposed to be the unfiltered juggernaut. You know, that's when we started. That's where the whole thing is behind it. So right. it makes sense. Yeah, basically combining sports and juggernaut into one word, and so yeah. There you go. There you go. Malcolm's very good at words, by the way, people. I am. I'm. A, I'm very. <laughs> um, what's the word? I'm. Looking, I'm a. I'm a cunning linguist. Or. Is that the correct uh, terminology? That not being too uh, too dirty. It reminds me of the great Tony <laughs> Soprano line uh, after he's making fun of Uncle June for um, well, for being uh, very good at uh, going south of the border. And he says to Carmela, he says, uh, "You'll you'll you'll learn this about me: is that everything is about the Sopranos in some way." Like everything is about the Niners and the Warriors for you, Vincent. He, uh, Tony says to Carmela, it's Canil- Can- what was it, Canilingus? I can't even say the word. Canilingus and psychiatry got us to this point. I think it's one of the greatest lines ever uttered in television history. So, I don't know. His wife was better in Nurse Jackie than she was in Sopranos, I think. No, I just e- Edie Falco. She, she's really she good. I like Nurse her, Jackie. Yeah, yeah, so... She's really actually good in, in marriage. Not what she's not in marriage story. It's actually the the marriage story with it's on Netflix with Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. That's like the best on screen couple I've seen since Tony and Carmela, as far as like a married oh, they, couple. Yeah. Well, they went at it in Adam Driver's apartment. Yeah, that yeah. was something else. That was really good. That was yeah. That was shades of Tony and uh, Carmela when. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, all right, let's. <laughs> Let's stay on topic. You can follow Vincent on Twitter. It's uh, Vincent Frank NFL. Yeah, how's Twitter these days? I hear they're gonna. No, I'm, I'm, let's talk about football. I'm, 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 I'm very much uh, squirrel. You know, it's like squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. I, anyways, I see it's been much better for me since I muted a certain um, politician. Oh, Kurt Schilling. <laughs> no, it's actually been much better, so I don't have to deal with that crap anymore. Yeah, well, on you know. on both sides. So I don't it's know. been actually pretty pretty good. Know. Barack didn't seem to tweet that much, but I guess you got to do what you got to do, right? So, all right, <laughs> let's get to the uh, NFL playoffs. Um, uh, <laughs> let's get to the NFL playoffs. There's this new CB, CBA deal that we were uh, reporting on yesterday. Uh, t- tell me what's going on there. So there's a CBA deal that uh, is close to being done, and then as part of that, there'll be a new playoff system? Yeah, and apparently what they were reporting um, on Wednesday was that it'll take effect this coming season. So 
whatever the CBA rules are, they're going to lower the marijuana penalties. They're going to lower the window to two weeks when it comes to the marijuana testing, pretty much making it um, legal in the NFL. The 17-game schedule is going to take place in 2020. The three-game preseason schedule, which I love, is going to take place um, next season. Um, And then they're expanding the playoffs. One team per conference with only one first-round buy. So last year, or last season, only the 49ers and the Ravens would have had a first-round buy. And then they'd play three wild-card games on Saturday and three wild-card games on Sunday. Is is having the buy, let's talk a little bit about that. Is having the buy a good thing? Because obviously all four of the teams that got the buy this year went 0 for... Four, uh, as far as uh, hoisting the Lombo- Lombardi Trophy, and th- what three out of the four got booted in the first round, right, or in the second round, whatever. Well, Kansas City had a first round bye. Oh, they, they did. The oh, round. okay. Well, there you go. Then so never mind. I, I think um, I think eleven of the last twelve Super Bowl teams had a first round bye. I was thinking the Patriots had a bye. So yeah, I guess there was my. No. Yeah, it's, you just get so used to it, uh, and yeah, no. So okay, so yeah, so eleven yeah. of the twelve. Um, teams had a first round bye. Actually, if you look at it, three of the four that had a first round bye played championship Sunday. Green Bay, San Francisco, Kansas City. And then you had Tennessee as outlier. Oh, okay. So it was just Baltimore that laid the egg. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 But yeah, 11 of the last 12 Super Bowls. So the six last six Super Bowls, 11 of the 12 teams had a first round bye. So it is kind of important. Oh, it is. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So what's the, so what's the, I'm 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 a big fan of just having more football. I think they should go to a 20 week season. Forget <laughs> about and well, 22 week season, and then they play 20 weeks. Each team play, plays 20 games. Uh, history be damned. Records will be broken. We evolve. We're a society. Things uh, things move forward. And then get rid of the preseason entirely. I see no reason for preseason games. I mean, if you can't show up um, ready to play. Um, after having scrimmaged with you know, you know the Chiefs and the um, and the Bears or something, uh, you know they get together for a scrimmage that they can sell tickets to independently or something. Then you know that's fine because all these teams have their own have have seating at their practice facilities anyways, right? They've all, all they have got they have, they've all got full fields, so they yeah. can they can scrimmage with whomever and you, you get ready you go. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Well, a lot of the teams also have their practice facility right outside the stadium. The Cowboys have the Star Frisco. Right. Um, the 49ers is right there outside Levi's. Um, I'm thinking the Vikings are in the same way, too. So uh, a lot of the newer stadiums that were built have their practice facilities right by um, their stadiums. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, so... But they're, so they're going to drop down to three games. I still think that's too much. If it was two, I could handle it. Okay, so give me two preseason games, eighteen week season, uh, eighteen games, and then twenty week season. So you got the two that you just throw away because whatever, and then you've got uh, a twenty week season. Every team plays eighteen games. What do you think? I got you on board with that. I would be on board with that. My only issue is I don't think the NFLPA would. They're already pushing back against a 17-game season. Um, if They, they don't want to work in, or what? I don't understand. This, the don't, salaries would have to be increased. Well, yeah, that's fine. We'll do that. And, and you'd have to give them a bigger um, share of the revenue, which they already did. Right. I think um, in the new collective bargaining, they get, they're getting $4 billion more per year than they were before. Well, so they're good. already getting a, high, a higher chunk of the revenue because of the 17-game season. Yeah, that's a pretty and let's go, Raider Nation. It's me, Evan Grote, host of Just Pod Baby. Join me as I bring you the latest news on your Las Vegas Raiders. 
On Just Pod Baby, I will give you my thoughts on all things silver and black. And of course, you can expect to receive the best information from top-notch guests. Be sure to listen to Just Pod Baby, a Las Vegas Raiders podcast, part of the Silver and Black Today Media Group. Um, so it would have to work out financially behind the scenes um, between the NFLPA and the NFL. But okay. if it does, yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. Okay. As of right now, you know that the plans for the Super Bowl probably won't be until the last week of February. Really? The last yeah. week of February? Can't you just start this? Why wouldn't you just start the season a little earlier then? What's I the have problem? no idea. Yeah. I have no idea, but they're saying the last week in February, which, you know, now you're looking at, it's not NBA, but it's pretty close. <laughs> so are they saying that the playoffs will be longer then, or will they say that the season will bleed into mid-January? I think if they're doing 17 games, they're going to have two bye weeks. Oh, right, right. Okay. That makes so sense. it'll be 19 weeks. Um, and they're not adding an extra round to the playoffs. You know, they're just adding an extra game to the wild card in each in each conference. So. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, so then the Super Bowl would be mid-February, not late February. Well, I don't know. They're saying late February. So uh, I have no idea where, where that's coming from. Um, I, don't, I, I think what they really need to start doing is um, have the Pro Bowl – after the Super Bowl again. Oh, who cares about the Pro Bowl? That, that's doing. just so stupid. Yeah. But, well, we, we, you know, we saw the NBA All-Star Weekend, and it was absolutely amazing. It was. It really was. The game was great. The um, Everything was great, except for the National Anthem. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and I, the NFL needs to start taking a page from that. They need to start um, listening to their fans more. And fans were not happy about the new schedule and the new, uh, new format at all. Um, I wrote on that. Fans were just why why fix why fix something that's working perfectly fine. No, it's not. It's stupid. The fans are wrong. The the, the people you found on Twitter are idiots. <laughs> no, well, that's kind of par for the course. No. Well, I know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm by the way, I'm on Twitter. I, I I realized I am on Twitter. I'm hey TC uh, hey as in hey h e h e y and then T C. So. Yeah. He logs in about twice a year, so don't be fooled, people. Yeah, and I tweeted this morning, though. I tweeted uh, my, one of my favorite lines from a Megadeth song. Uh, well, me, it's nice talking to myself, a credit to dementia. So, ah, nice. I, I've, I've only tweeted, I think, three times in the last three years. So now I've tweeted this year. <laughs> so I got that going for me. Our Twitter's got that going for me. Uh, so uh, there, there was go. also news on a, on a big streaming deal that uh, – that's uh, potentially coming out. Uh, well, not streaming, but television deal. There's a new television deal in the works. What's that all about? You know, I'm, that's part of the collective bargaining agreement. That's why the owners want to get it in into play. Um, I'm not 100% sure on the specifics. We'll probably hear more in the coming weeks um, as the CBA is signed. But you're looking at billions upon billions upon billions of dollars going into the owners' pockets and the players' pockets. Right. I think that's one of the primary reasons why – both sides are looking to get it done. Right. Um, because short of that, you're going to be pushing back and have the current um, TV deals, whether it's with Amazon Prime, whether it's with Twitter, whether it's with Fox, CBS, ESPN. Um, so I think that that's one of the primary reasons why both sides are pushing for it, because you, do, you don't want to leave billions and billions of dollars on the table. Of course, of course. Right. Yeah. And they need they, they definitely need to figure out streaming because – they're way, yeah. way, way behind there. Not that anybody's really ahead of the game there. But well, uh, NBA kind of is. And, you know, that's what Adam Silver talked about during the um, 
All-Star Weekend. He's the best commissioner in sports, by the way. But um, well, the, he the bar about, ain't that high. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But what he talked about was, you know, okay, our ratings are down on TNT and ESPN, but look at our streaming ratings. And he's right. But it's a different demographic, too. You know, you look at the NBA fans are generally younger. Right. As to NFL fans are generally older. So are you going to have a lot of boomers out there that are going to um, – switch to streaming i don't know yeah probably i mean if, if the, i mean it's better than direct tv and the whole sunday ticket thing that's horrible i mean i'm just i i just i can't stand the the, the customer service from direct tv and at&t so i just abandoned that cut the cord and it's the best thing that ever happened to me yeah i can't watch nfl games i can't see the vikings uh, suck another season you know it's just you know what are you gonna do you know it's just who cares right uh, and and if and, and if but if the nfl gets it right and it's streamings on amazon or apple or google or youtube whatever then yeah i may sign up for it assuming it's not you know eight hundred dollars or something crazy i like i like what the nfl did for and it's for people like me who work for a living covering sports the nfl but um, you can go on their website. You can sign up. It's $55 a year, and you can watch a coach's film of every game. Right. And it lasts about 25 to 30 minutes. Right. But you keep but, – but yeah, if, yeah, if I wanted to watch it in real time, if I wanted to – Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, so – all right, all right. Let's uh, let's let's uh, let's uh, move on to another topic, and that topic uh, is uh, hey, if you're digging on the show, we're brand new. It's, it's called NFL uh, Reckless Speculation. We're here every Monday and Thursday. Vincent's going to be joining us for the first couple of weeks while we break things in, and then we're going to start adding some guests in. We're going to also include some of the other editors at Sports Not, the unfiltered juggernaut of love, baby. And uh, yeah, plus we're going to be doing some instant reaction stories, and I think there's going to be a lot of juicy in, in instant reaction podcasts coming up because there's a lot of quarterbacks out there, and quarterbacks, man, they are the money, whether it's uh, Tommy Brady, Dak Prescott, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Dak Prescott and the franchise tag thing with uh, Vincent here in just a second. A lot of good stuff, and then obviously we've got the combine coming up, which is eh, okay. And then we've got uh, after that we've got uh, the free agency starting and some potential trades. So it's going to be a fun off season leading into the 2020 NFL season here on Reckless Speculation NFL style. We are available on your podcast. Uh, what is it? Uh, podcast mechanism of choice, whether that's Spotify. Whether that's Google, whether that's Apple, whether that's anything else, you can uh, you can find us out there. So, I'd appreciate it if you do, and Vincent, I'm sure you'd appreciate it if uh, they would as well. Yes, sir. All right, let's talk about the NFL franchise tag. You mentioned uh, that as part of the collective bargaining agreement that may go bye bye as soon as this year. Is that right? Is that that's crazy? Yeah. Uh, I think it's because, like we were talking about before, if they sign it between before March 18th, which would be the um, start of the new league year and free agency and all that fun stuff, um, the franchise tag will not be able to be utilized by teams, which so, changes the dynamic of everything. That would like, be Dak awesome. Prescott. That would be so awesome, right? <laughs> yeah, Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper for the Cowboys. They've been, you know, look at this. Jerry Jones keeps on pushing back against giving them contracts. Well, the hope here was that they'd get Dak Prescott done before free agency so they could place their franchise tag on Amari Cooper. 
now the Cowboys are facing the possibility of both hitting the open, mar- open market. And Dak Prescott, 26 years old, coming off what, over almost 5,000 yards last year? He will destroy the open market. He will get $40 million a year. With all the money that he was out to spend, yeah, what, half the NFL has $50-plus million to spend against the cap right now. Wow. I mean, and then you have other teams like the Vikings. You just, Everson Griffin just announced that he's declining his contract. The Vikings are going to have 50 or 60 million. The 49ers will end up having 50 or 60 million. So you have good teams now that made the playoffs last year that are going to have a lot of money, not just the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> the Miami you know? Dolphins, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I mean, you're going to have, so if there's no franchise tag, you, you look at Derrick Henry, the running back for Tennessee. Yeah. It's going to be absolutely crazy. This would now, be I'm, so awesome. I would love this. I hope the franchise taste goes bye-bye because then it would become like the NBA. And the NBA is obviously kind of awesome during the offseason. The game, the product is is pretty good. Eh, well, once you maybe get to the third round of the playoffs. But <laughs> yeah, during the season, the product isn't so good just because there's just not a lot of – there's 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 the haves and the have-nots. And there's, and there's so many have-nots in the NBA. But, and that's uh, what people are worried about when it comes to NFL expanding to seven teams. I mean, if you look at the um, Orlando Magic might make the playoffs at 10 games under 500. Right, exactly. And they'd be playing the Milwaukee Bucks in the first round. Well, <laughs> okay, that's fun. So that's what people are worried about, not to get too far off track, but that's what people are worried about with NFL if you had a seventh team. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I can, I, I'm okay with eight teams. I think the NFL. I mean, they just they're really conservative with the playoff teams. I'm, I'm okay with that. You're not going to have. You're going to have. It's, it's going to make it a little more lively in my mind. Uh, but let's go back to the franchise take. That would be, that would be so great. So Dak Prescott. Yeah, he had a great year. In fact, my bold prediction, and people are going to think I'm crazy, uh, is, and I've been saying this on, on, on Twitter and Facebook on, on for sports not, is that. The Cowboys will be in the Super Bowl this year, assuming Dak Prescott is is back in hand, because I think that they've just had a poor coach, and with Mike McCarthy there now, I, I and and teams tend to do well when new coaches come in. They you know just things kind of pop, and they don't have a bad roster. They're not rebuilding in some ways, and I think they can make some moves. And I don't I don't know. I like the, I like the Steelers and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl in uh, in fifty five. Uh, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm with you on the Cowboys. I think that Jason Garrett was just a horrible coach. Yeah. I mean, if, if you look at what happened last year, when Kellen Moore was calling plays, Cowboys were good. Jason Garrett let his ego get involved and started calling plays again himself, and then they went back down. So with McCarthy and Kellen Moore, their coaching staff is something else. I mean, what they built on defense, are all you know, they've done really good. So I would not be surprised if Dallas is right there with San Francisco, Minnesota, Green Bay. Um, New Orleans next season. Yeah, there's going to be some new teams. There's always new teams that pop. I think the Cowboys will be one of them, and we're gonna. There's there's a couple other a, uh, NFC teams out there that might have a chance to pop this year because, and I think wherever Philip Rivers ends up, and I know Philip Rivers has never been a great quarterback, but I mean he's been a great quarterback. He's just never been able to win. I don't know. Maybe getting out of San Diego. Maybe it's. I mean it's Drew Brees. You know, ten years later in his life, but. Uh, uh, potentially, he could make an impact on a team. Um, I know everybody says uh, Indianapolis, but I think that's the fun thing. Is I think we're going to have some surprises out there. Maybe he ends up with the Bears, and the Bears make the playoffs. You know, so I don't know. Well, if the Bears have a halfway decent quarterback, there's another team in the NFC to watch out because their defense is something else. I could honestly see Philip Rivers heading to Carolina. 
Yeah, I could see that too. Cam Newton, you know, yeah, it uh, seems like his days are over there, right? Yeah, well, he's going to be traded in the next couple of weeks. Uh, the thing with Philip Rivers, people have to realize he's literally rostering a football team when it comes to his kids, and he's a family man. He right. was he would le- he would legitimately commute from San Diego to L.A. And anybody that's ever lived in Southern California knows it's not a fun thing. He'd commute from San Diego to L.A. and back every single day during practice and training camp. Right. He wants his kids to be in an area where it's uh, family friendly. Las Vegas is not going to work for him. Right. People are talking, oh, maybe he'll go to the Raiders. Well, you know, it's not really, it's not kid friendly. Miami, not kid friendly. Carolina, that whole area is a really nice area. Right. Yeah. And that, that they're, they are going to take that into account. Indianapolis is another one. The outskirts of Indianapolis um, are, is really nice. So the city itself might not be good, but the outskirts are. And I think that's where he's going to be looking at. So you can throw away, I think you can throw away New England. You can throw away Vegas. You can throw away um, other teams. But I, I would say Carolina and Indy would probably be the two teams. Very nice. And Cam Newton, heck, Cam Newton could be headed to the Chargers. We wrote on that last week. Yeah. They could be trading for him. They're not looking to rebuild completely. They just, for some reason, don't think Philip Rivers is the answer. Yeah, they've got some good pieces to put around Cam as far as uh, talent goes. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, you can follow Vincent on Twitter at Vincent Frank NFL, and if you'd like to follow me, it's uh, Hey TC on Twitter. Uh, and then uh, Sports Knot on Twitter as well. Uh, the uh, podcast itself does not have a, uh, a Twitter channel, so you'll have to follow one of the three of us uh, uh, to make it uh, to make your days uh, a little better. And then, of course, you can follow follow uh, Sports Knot on Facebook and Instagram and all the other uh, fun social places you'd like as well. Business with personality. That's the idea that launched London's business newspaper, City AM, 15 years ago. And it's the same idea that inspired our new daily podcast, The City View, where you'll find me, City AM editor Christian May, interviewing the most well-known, influential and colourful figures from business, politics and finance. The City View from City AM with a new episode every morning. It's the perfect start to your working day. Hey everyone, this is Sharon Waxman. I'm the founder and the editor-in-chief of The Wrap, the premier news source for daily coverage of the entertainment industry. I'm also your host of this new podcast, The Wrap Up, a show that gives you an insider's look at the top stories in Hollywood. Each week, we'll bring you the latest news on the business of movies, TV, streaming, and tech. So be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you each week on The Wrap Up. Really quick before we get out of here, uh, Vincent, let's uh, let's do some. Um, I want your I want quick opinions on on Greg Robinson, the <laughs> offensive tackle in Cleveland, who was caught with what was it, 157 pounds of weed? Or yeah, he it? went full Tommy Chong. That was something else. <laughs> what you, is he going to get released? Or I mean, yeah, is that is? I mean, he was he's been kind of a bust, hasn't he? He was a he was a big name coming out of college. I remember. Yeah, number two overall pick of the Rams back in 2014. Um, he played well in 2018 for Cleveland. Last year, he took a step back. The thing here is he made $7 million last year, and he got caught with marijuana. That's probably street value about 250000 <laughs> He's just an idiot. There's no other way to go about it. He's just an idiot. Uh, you know, you get caught in the, near the border. Now you're looking at trafficking charges. He's looking at 20 years. Oh man, so, for yeah. marijuana, 
And I'm just thinking he should get 20 years for being an idiot. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, the, a lot of responses to me on social media was marijuana is legal in Nevada. It's legal in California. It's legal in a lot of states. Yes, you cannot go to a marijuana store here in Vegas and get 157 pounds of marijuana. You can't do that. So I, <laughs> maybe he was having a you know, party or something. Maybe he was yeah, piling it up. So, all right, next. I mean, Tony. Maybe, maybe he was spoken with all the Browns players. They might need it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, Tony Romo. Um, everybody loves Tony Romo. Is he, is he changing networks? Is he going to, is he going to bail on CBS? Is he going to go to uh, another network? I think he'll be with CBS for one more year. They have the right to first refusal, meaning that they can uh, match any offer to him. Um, so I think he'll stay with CBS for one more season. Um, I don't want him to go to ESPN. I don't want him to do Monday Night Football. I want it to be a possibility where he can do the Super Bowl. Right, yeah. You know, so I, personally, just as being a fan of Tony Romo, I'd like to have him call the playoff games, have him call the AOC championship game like he did um, this past season, and then potentially when CBS or if he goes to Fox um, – they have the Super Bowl. You can call it Super Bowl. Issue with Fox is their number one broadcasting team is Troy Aikman and Joe Buck. Oh, yeah, so I don't think Fox good. is going to replace Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman's a very good, is he very very good announcer? The misses who will watch football with me occasionally, especially during the playoffs, she cannot stand that uh, Joe Buck Troy Aikman combo. Oh. She's like, I would take Chris Collinsworth every day of the year over them. And then she agrees that Jim Nance and uh, Tony Romo are the best. Um, so. I'm not a fan of Joe Buck, and I'm not a fan of Chris Collinsworth. Okay. I, I do like Al Michaels and Aikman. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's funny. When I used to write for Pro Football Focus, I couldn't even criticize Collinsworth because he owns it. Now that I don't, I'm able to. And I love uh, it. There you go. <laughs> are you finally uh, in the clear? Did uh, does, Is John Madden still with us? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I haven't, we haven't seen him in like 10 years, right? Yeah, he's just living the John Madden life. Yeah, he's, he's like Johnny Carson. You know, I'm, I'm retired. You're never going to see me again. Yeah, yeah I'm done. Much. So, and I respect that. that that's, uh, that's cool. All right, big show in the book. Reckless speculation, NFL style. It's TC, everybody. And I'll see you in the emergency room. Smartphones have made it easier than ever to capture the moments that matter most in our lives. But all too often, those memories end up stuck on our devices or in the cloud. Fracture prints your digital photos directly onto glass, making your favorite moments come alive in vivid color. Hand-assembled in the USA in our solar-powered facility, Fracture glass prints are a unique and beautiful way to display and share your favorite moments. They also make thoughtful gifts. Simply upload your photo at FractureMe.com, select your size, and your glass print will be shipped to you ready to hang with just one screw. Use code POD15 in your cart to get 15% off your order. Focus on moments that matter with Fracture Glass Prints.